Tub Talk is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. Email us at tubtalk at cageclub.me with questions, criticisms, riddles, trivia, dating advice, cryptozoology, ideas for future episodes, and more. Head over to cageclub.me to check out other shows and email us tubtalk at cageclub.me. Let's just say them all as best as we can. We're back here for episode <laughs> three of Tub Talk at the same time. What's real weird is that these are going to be released like spaced apart, and yet we are here again, just continuing this plow through the 1980s, 1990s. Yeah, the update on the American League Championship <laughs> Series is that it's oh, yeah, game the, the, one. The one game died. The one game it's Game one, yeah, the Dodgers won. Yeah. Congratulations. You've got a tied series. Hey, yo, we got a competitive series. That's a good thing. Last round was, was a lot of sweeps and lopsided joints. So, uh, no score. Top two. Two outs. Man on first for Martin, Martin Maldonado. Chris Sale on the hill. About to throw his 30th pitch. So here's here's what's happening. We're spending about a minute per song, but we're also spending another 30 minutes per episode with baseball recaps. So, which will be very timely. How many minutes do you think that was? I'm just kidding. All right. Mance's number 60, The Cure Love Song. Um, I expect to see a lot of Cure on, on these Yeah, I've got, I think I've got one more me. Cure song higher. Yeah. Um, no cure on your fucking list at all. The, yeah, sorry. The, the Cure is one of those bands where like, there's a couple more. There's I a couple love more Cure songs. Here. I love half of their songs and the other half I despise. Uh, I, I, I don't need like all the goth shit. Um, Do you like I, the Cure better than you too? Yes. Uh, yeah, by far. Um, the, the Cure stuff that I like, I really like, and this is the one song like the Cure has two sides. They've got the goth side and I like the poppy. Pictures of you, Friday I'm in love side, and this song kind of is like the middle ground. I feel like it straddles the line between both those sides. Yeah, so that, that's all. Those are all my thoughts about this. This is better than the 311 cover of this song for sure. This next song, yeah, I don't know. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. I don't no know. shit. I don't know. If it's also better than getting kicked in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this next song though. It's a, a small song that you might not have heard of. Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this yeah, is the song that. The, oh, all right. This is this, this is the song that I thought you were going to make fun of me about. I fucking love this. When song. I was driving out here today, I was like, you know what? I should have put that. For the, uh, crazy. Is it called Crazy? We're never gonna survive on us. Oh, by, 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 by Seal. Yeah, by different Seal. No, this is the best Seal song. Um, Sounds great. This is an amazing song. Is his name Seal or is that a stage name? I don't know. But but my old roommate dated a girl for uh, a long time years off and on for years and she finally broke up with him at one point and he came back and he was telling me about it um you know he's telling me about how we did it they, they were out in public and he goes you know the one thing that stood out to me you know, this is his girlfriend of like six or seven years Murph. he goes, he goes no, no it wasn't Murph. he goes as she was breaking up with me kiss from a rose by seal was playing on in the background fucking hate that song now and so now whenever i hear that song i think of their breakup but it's a great song shout out to batman i don't like this song no <coughs> all right it's fair the next song is from a band i think we talked about not a song that we've had before but i think we were talking about fiona apple my bloody valentine sometimes yeah this is also like lo- the on that lost in translation soundtrack right, that yeah. we talked about this is a beautiful song it's it's you know, it's that My Bloody Valentine trademark wall of sound, but 
Uh, well, technically, the Phil Spector trademark <laughs> wall of sound. Well, <laughs> the fucking well, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Phil Spector invented the wall of sound, but this is their this is their adaptation of it. Uh, but this one has actual, like, real heart to it. I like how low the vocals are mixed into all the my bloody yeah. songs. Like yeah, yeah. Just like overwhelms them entirely. This next song is a band. It's hard to like pull a song off of this this whole album. It's right? Fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like hard to pull one song yeah, off this album because yes. like the whole thing yes. is just like one. Thing. This next song is one that we've talked about, a band we've talked about, not the song yet, How to Fight Loneliness by Wilco. Like Summer Teeth. Yeah, so like Sum- Summer Teeth's my favorite Wilco album. Uh, as somebody who uh, has battled minor depression in the past, as I'm sure many people have, this song, the lyrics hit close to home. Not me. <laughs> not Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob is. I am mentally healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here talking about music for eight hours <laughs> in a dark room. Yeah, how to fight loneliness, just smile all the time. It's, uh, you know. Bad advice. Yeah. I prefer more, more songs that gave you advice about, like, how to not get hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> how to suck your own dick. <laughs> the night is so young and we're already here. How to not get hemorrhoids. And the Mance's oh, last shit, little song, last song know. in this little batch, Jeff Buckley, Lover. You should have come over. Oh, yeah, this is very, very close to it. Shav Buckley. I put some Uh, Jeff Buckley on, too. Yeah, this isn't the last Jeff Buckley song on my list. If I could pick to be one person outside of, other than myself, it might be Jeff Buckley. Wait, would you pick yourself? Wow! With better better swimming abilities. I wish I were dead at the bottom of the Mississippi River. (laughs) With better swimming abilities. (laughs) Wait, like... Since he's dead, does that mean that's your no 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 time no, no, no. answer? <laughs> no. no, if I could, if I could, any person who ever lived, if I could be Jeff Buckley and still alive, I would be Jeff Buckley. I don't quite, but like of of anyone who's no, probably dead? not of anyone, but you know, I don't know. I'm very jealous of Jeff Buckley's abilities is what he's I'm going to say. He's got a lot of... He's a brilliant song... Was a brilliant songwriter. Incredible singer. One of the best singers of, in popular music history in my mind. Kind of looks like James Franco. Good looking guy. He just had everything. It's a shame that he died. So, so you're so trying yeah. to say you would like to fuck all the chicks that Jeff Buckley never got the chance to fuck because his life was cut so tragically short. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'd like to sing like him. That's a weird way to put it, man. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I read from Tom. No, He's a horny guy. I don't think I don't think Jeff Buckley. Some a horny guy or a horny guy. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> I don't think Jeff Buckley was that kind of dude. Like I don't think yeah. Jeff Buckley. Right. Was I think Tom Horny was lost poontang potential. Uh, what could what could have been? Now starting his next song, please. Let's move on. Matt's getting Matt's getting dangerously close. Matt can't run for Senate anymore because of that. Number 60 on Bob's list is a song that will oh, come up here. much, much, much later on somebody's... It is The Cardigans, well, Love Fool. I mean, it's like one of the great pops. Much, much later on someone else's list. I guess there is also someone at this table maybe have used, has used this as a draft song at our Fantasy Baseball draft. It's, this is... This is uh, they also do a cover of, of Iron Man on this album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, this song's good. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, and I'll let... Um, we can talk about it more later when, sure. it, when it comes up early. Uh, Next song up, the dismemberment plan. You are invited. Ah, good song. Yeah, this Bob. is this song is like a sort of personal philosophy, right? Uh, uh, like I feel like everybody, you know, it, it's good to be inclusive, and, and you know, everybody should be invited to everything. Um, I might be misreading lyrics. 
there. But, <laughs> you guys like Travistan? You like you like this guy's other albums? No, they no. they suck. Yeah, they no. suck dicks. This, this was the one album worth yeah. listening to. But this song this song rules. Oh, I like this song too. Yeah, um, and I thought maybe it might come up, I, even though I know like Dismemberment Planet is not like uh, one of those big hit bands, but they are a band that would seem like particularly important to dudes our age. I'm not playing my list. Um, the only, it's the only song by them on any of your lists. Yeah, but it feels like it. I don't know. It feels like one of those ones that could have been on, on the on the edge of uh, of other people's lists. All right, uh, Natural Born Killers by Dr. Dre, featuring Ice Cube. Which I originally had listed as Natural More Killers by Ice Cube featuring Dr. Dre, because I feel like this is an Ice Cube song and not a Dr. Dre song. Um, are you guys familiar with this one? Yeah, but I haven't heard it in a very long time. You might know it as Killers with an AZ at the end. Ah. Oh, is that how it's spelled? Mm-hmm. People are just fucking around with spelling. It's one of those songs that has a skit at the beginning, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could do without rap skits for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. I'm also good with never having Eminem call Paul ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even want to call that a skit. That's just like a, this is a thing we do on every album now. You this should... is a great fucking, listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you should just be grateful that Matt's not... Uh, Talking about baseball? Making assumptions about your sexual thirst <laughs> right now. <laughs> if I could be any sexual person... thirst? If I could be any person, living or dead. <laughs> I just think that was so weird that you picked Jeff Buckley. <laughs> He's a talented guy. He's super talented. But, like, you're talking about everyone who ever lived. Jeff Buckley is the number the, one person. But the you way would that like he said the sentence, it was like, of everybody who ever lived, it would be himself first and then oh. Jeff Buckley. Also, oh, no, it would not be me first. What doesn't, what doesn't come through on podcasts, because it's obviously an audio medium, is that Tom was flicking his tongue the entire time <laughs> that he was saying that, and he was pinching his nipple. Yeah, Tom took his shirt off after the second episode. We just didn't even mention it. He's sweating a lot. I'm fr- it's freezing in here. He's horny and porny and sweating a lot. Those are watching porn on his phone this entire time. Mm-hmm. This has been Natural Born Killers. Oh, <laughs> fucking bass hit by George fucking Springer with the bass is loaded. <laughs> Next song. Houston Astros score two. Maybe the two opposite. Outs. I think there was nobody on two outs against Chris Sale. What the fuck up, man? So, so the opposite of Natural Born Killers is what? I believe this band is Scottish. Just put your fist up in the air. Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Mm. Shout out to another podcast on our network, High School Slumber Party, which covers Breakfast Club. There you go. Yeah, uh, this song just exists on the Breakfast Club soundtrack, right? No one thinks of this no. band or song in any the, context, in context yeah. other than the Breakfast Club. 100%. It's it is the 80s, like, the song of, like, hey, the 1980s. It's on an album called Celebrate, apparently. Right. It looks like a chef, or maybe a cop, or maybe just a dude. I don't know. Yeah, it's Don't You Forget About Me. It's a song about a chef (laughs) who wants to be a cop. (laughs) Who also wants to be a dude. Who wants to be a dude. It's complicated. It's iconic. It's a great pop song. Probably, probably, I I would be willing to bet that Simple Minds have a bunch of good songs that aren't this song that no one ever bothered to listen to. Very possible. So uh, I'm going to check that out. You know who has a lot of good songs that a lot of people talk about, but the only one that any of you picked for this list. Oh, yeah. I feel like I might get Bruce shit on for this one. State Trooper. Ah, uh, fuck Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But I don't think fucking... Do you guys know this song, though? It's, it's very just, much not like... Nebraska, right? It's very much not like a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah, yeah. Ne- yeah it is ne- off Nebraska. Also, uh, in an episode of The Sopranos. Nebraska is the one Bruce album that I like because it's completely opposite of what everybody thinks about Bruce Springsteen. And this song also has that fucking scream.
scream in the middle of it yeah. that's terrifying. I don't know where it is exactly in the song, if you can fast forward to it or wait for it. I could fast forward, but I don't know if I'm going to hit it. I've never heard this song. I've never even heard of this album. I'm just giving it ahead by 30 seconds each time. It's the same, the same thing throughout. Is it? Yeah. It's basically, and then he goes, oh, go, I'm just going to do the scream. I'm going to try not to hurt everybody's ears. There you go. That's the Bruce Springsteen scream in this song. Cool. Okay. Next up. Moving on. Bruce. Is this still me? Or are we oh, that, that was the end of your little batch. Now, Matt, the last song that we have to go off Spotify for, another Tool song, we're going to listen to an ad for Grand this Canyon is the song, University. This is my number 60 song. His Grand Canyon University It's about 20% program. off of JCPenney. Bruce Sting Spring. <laughs> number 60 by Tool, once again, Stink Fest. Bruce Stings Scream. Stink fist. <laughs> Not stink fest. Which is a completely different thing. Can or I, can I just say, this song is about putting your your whole whole oh, in someone's ass. Yes. 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 It's like instructions on how to do that. Remember before when you were talking about how like you make this really loud for a rock second. Music and then this, make this loud as well. Same album, I think. Right? Yeah. Same album. All, all of no. Stink fist is from. Uh, no, this it's is from Enema. It's from Enema. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Make it real loud for just like a minute. Yeah, something has to change. Undeniable dilemma. Boredom's not a burden anyone should bear. The drums are the number one reason that this band fucking kicks. Danny Carey? You know like he's into like like sacred geometry and stuff and like drums according to like 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 it's mystical patterns and yeah. shit. He's also like <laughs> seven rock. feet tall and three hundred pounds. He's a gigantic person. He loves math too, apparently. He's a math lover. Yeah. Math loving seven foot three hundred. No, that's why I like anything off of off of uh, Enema or fucking uh, what was a red one called? Aneurysm. Yeah, no, no, the, with the uh, the one before it. Undertow. Yeah, Undertow. Anything off of either of those could have been in this list. Lateralis kind of sucked, though. People who love math do love the number. So I kind of put this in, like, after sitting on this list for a long time and recognizing a lack of hip hop. So I just was like, a tribe scenario. I don't think anybody could hate this song. Nope. And and I just think the Busta Rhymes part is yeah. just a cool. It's just the coolest shit ever. You can't like, hate tribe. The energy of this fucking song is is just undeniable, and the fucking like the fucking. Career making like ver- like couple verses for a dude like that's fucking great. Yeah, I find that I like hip hop a lot better when it's uh, group. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's like an interplay that is better than like solo albums generally. It's just more. F- it's like more fun. It's yeah, like, it's great. Like, like when people have are sh- like sharing energy together like on a song. That's great. A great energy. And you were talking before about the Wu Tang about how like it gives you the ability to sort of like just go all out for like forty seconds and then just you're done for the yeah, song. Right. You just pick each other up. Yeah, it's great. It's very energy. It's very energetic. The next song also a group, not a hip hop group, Cherub Rock, Smashing Pumpkin. I mean this song this yeah. could be number one for me, possibly, on a given day. It's a great one. Also in a rock band. Is this podcast sponsored by Rock Band? 
<laughs> I don't think they have Rock Band has money anymore to sponsor oh. anything. When I when I re-listened to this album recently, it like struck me in the same way like when I went to a Beach Boys concert. Like every song, I was just like, "Holy shit! Yeah. This is another another great album." Uh-huh. Every song. There will be more Smashing Pumpkins to come. I can tell you that much mm-hmm. for sure. Next up, David Clay. Wait, you said there are four songs that appeared on all three of our lists? Three songs. Three songs. We've not, we have not gotten any of them. We have any of them yet. None of them. All right. Go ahead. Next song. Next song. This is number 56? 57. The most oh, popular oh, on yeah. this list. This is, my, is this my first Prince song? I think so. Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Of Sign of the Times. Great album. Like, this is the weirdest fucking shit I ever heard. It's so <laughs> awesome. This sounds like Ween. Like, like this is this is why I love Ween. Well, so Ween, much. like, uh, like, like, let me lick your pussy, and songs like that are just those are just, just Prince, Prince impressions. Yes, yeah. you know. This song is like half of what Ween is. So is this like an impression of an impression of Prince? This is Prince. I know, but like, this is Prince it's breaking Prince. new ground. It's, you're saying like it's a, like an impression of Ween almost, which is an impression of Prince. No, it's no, an no impression. Ween, Ween is an impression. Ween, no, I'm just saying like, because of this. Okay. Like I like I like my favorite thing about the song is it's about like him like getting seduced by someone and then just like not keeping his pants on in the in the tub. <laughs> in the tub. Keep your pants on in the tub. Tub talk. Keep your pants on. It, yeah. This is a good tub song. The next song, the only appearance by this band on this entire list for anybody, Van Halen. Oh, but give me, give me like ten, give me like ten more seconds of this because it's going to about to be a very big tonal shift, strong tonal shift coming. Let me get one like, let me get one. <laughs> Panama, Van Halen, the only Van Halen song. <laughs> We're the only Van Halen song on our list. Yes. I had a memory the other day of uh, when when we went to see Van Halen shift. with Dylan and and Dylan's dad and Heiner. Um, it was Hagar, but before we went, you picked me up, and when you called me on the phone, you did the spoken word interlude <laughs> to this song to me. <laughs> Reach down between my legs. Yeah, and yeah. Seat back. This is very erotic. <laughs> yeah, yo, wait. But was that show, uh, Halen and Hagar? Was that the show where it was it the was, best of both worlds? It was not David Lee Roth. It wasn't. No, it was 2004 Continental Airlines Arena. Just Hagar. He did some Roth songs. Lee Roth? What the fuck is Lee his middle name? How does that work? <laughs> it feels weird saying Roth. He's not, like, David Lee Roth is not Jewish, is he? I guess he is. <laughs> no, it's David probably Roth. David, last name David is Roth. Lee is probably David his Lee name. is his middle name. And his last name is Roth. It's probably all made up. Is He's it? the son of Sybil Roth and ophthalmologist Nathan Roth. His last name is Roth. David Lee Roth. He fucking... Okay. He seems real waspy to me, man. That dude is hiding some Judaism. <laughs> his father owned a 14,000 square foot home in Pasadena named Rothwood. And also a chateau named Bradbury. Like, they were loaded. I mean, he seems loaded. Before Diamond Dave was Diamond Dave. But I mean, wait a minute. So, like, who's a better frontman 
in the history of rock and roll than David Lee Roth. Freddie Mercury. I think that they're equal. Okay. Scott Weiland. <laughs> Chris Fuck Cornell. You. All right. James Brown. Mance, number 55. Not, not yeah, well, that, yeah, that would be We've it. talked about this band already. TLC, different one, Waterfalls. Yeah, uh, you're right, Bob, in that Creep is probably the better... Uh, is not, not probably, is the better song. Um, this was just such a, a, an iconic song. It was everywhere. And hold on. I love yeah. those horns right there. Uh, I don't know. I just couldn't go anywhere in 1995 without hearing this song, and it's I, I, I love it. I love the chorus. You know the Paul McCartney song? Waterfalls? or The, the chorus is, is a Paul McCartney song. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Is it really? Yeah, it's Paul McCartney. Oh. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, this is much better. Yeah. So you could say that going from Paul McCartney to this song was a bit of a change. Oh, fucking Joey. Tupac changes. Growing up, I was, I was always more of an East Coast... Uh, guy. Uh, I, I was Team Biggie. Sure. And uh, as I've gotten older, I've grown to realize that Tupac was by far the smarter, better rapper. Um, oh, hard disagree. Okay. That's fair. First off, you said by far the yeah. smarter, better rapper? Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. So it's like, there's a, there's a chasm between them? Yes. Uh, well, let me let me ta- let me let me let me change that. If I could be anyone in my whole life, <laughs> Biggie Biggie rapped about more trivial things, in my opinion. Tupac actually rapped about important stuff, in my opinion. Uh, and this song is perfect example of that. I'm feeling pretty I was, attacked I was like, right tell, now. Tell by the way. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty attacked right now. <laughs> Hey man, next song, Flaming Lips. Feeling yourself? Do you, would you say that by being feel by, by oh, being attacked? Joey, stop! You feel Just play the song. Just play the fucking song. Flaming Joey. Lips. Feeling yourself? <laughs> I don't know this song. Really? Uh, Soft Bulletin, incredible album. And it's not even their best album, in my opinion. I like Yoshimi better, but um, this is just a pretty song about feeling like you're washing away. They're a weird band that's like underrated by most people, but I think like overrated by their fans. Yes, yes, like, that's they, true. they straddle that weird line. Yeah, they, they've also put out so many albums, uh, and a lot of them really aren't that good. But well, we're gonna hear about she don't use jelly later. Wow. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Bob Shake. But but know. Soft Bulletin and Yoshimi back to back is remarkable. Lemons, when you're, when you're feeling yourself attacked, do you feel like you could be loved? Could you be loved? Bob Marley. The only reason I'm continuing this is because you are so against it. <laughs> and you're good at it. Could you be loved? Bob good. Marley, number 15. Wait, what? This is a song from the 80s? Yeah, yeah, it is. It was, looking at most of Bob Marley's stuff, it was almost all in the 70s. Like, my favorite Bob Marley songs all came out in the 70s, but uh, this is an 80s song. And I felt like he needed to be represented on the list. Yeah, he's an iconic, uh, yeah. iconic artist. I just didn't know that he... As, as someone who does, like, knows shamefully little about Bob Marley, I thought I, I never thought of him as someone who existed in the 80s at all. Yeah. Now, weren't you talking before about, like, genre representation, like, making sure that you hit certain genres? Did you want to put reggae on? Like, did you want to put Bob Marley on? Yeah, and, like, Steel Pulse, or, like... You know. I just didn't, uh... 
I didn't dip into a genre that I didn't think was like. Try to keep it as American as I could, only because I, I think about like. Well, pop because music. you say the Pledge of Allegiance every morning when you wake up, right? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like I try to put like you guys put song limitations on yourself. Like you didn't want a certain amount of artists. Yeah. I kind of tried to limit like the sound in a way, just so I could make a list of like. Like we talk about the driving test. How how American is that? Like, is the song good if you're opening it up on the free road <laughs> with like nothing but blue sky ahead of you, hauling ass, burning oil? Like, like this is there's an underlying like American like musical rock and roll experience to this list that I have in here that just is kind of like in the DNA of it, I guess. I would be curious to see how many songs were by non-American artists on here. Yeah, that would be a good. You got, be a, good you got test. a lot of British oh, artists, yeah. like a lot of Americans, but very little like literally like, anywhere else. Yeah, anywhere else. Like, there's no anyone have a feel of no. Like it's, it's, a, it's a genre limit that I'm putting on it to like pop music, and I'm saying like that's any definition of pop, including rock and roll, but like American pop, short pop rock, like the American musical. The last song in Mance's bottom fifty. Closing out a song from one of my favorite movies the last five years from American Honey, Massey Stars, Fade Into You. Great song. Uh, yeah, this is like the... This is also, oh, sorry, just this is also another a song will come up again later on somebody else's list. Uh, okay, I'll let whoever that person is talk more about this song. This, to me, is like that Chris Isaac song that we talked about I earlier. think that this is the sexiest song yeah, ever written. It, it's incredibly sexy. That's all I gotta say about that. Very good song. Alright, Bob. Number 55. 55. The Magnetic Fields, Papa, was a rodeo. Yeah. So there's 69 songs on this album. Really? Um, oh, 69 love songs. 69 and love songs. Uh, there are a lot of the songs on this album could be in this place. But this one, again, like I feel like I keep going back to something about sincerity. But this is like... I, it's just a song that's about like wanting to be in love and shit. And it's so uh, I don't know. I feel like this guy's really honest. It's also oh, Ma- yeah. Magnetic Fields are also like the first band that I was like that I listened to that were like very openly gay, and like I would listen to it and be and, and like like feel those emotions in a way that like uh, I feel like maybe broke down boundaries for me or something like that. In 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 a, like like I could sure. You know, like the same way that like I don't know Scott Thompson or something was funny when I was a kid, and I was like, that gay guy's funny. Gay people are just like me. Uh, that might sound like ignorant as fuck, but uh, I feel like also sounds, sounds very I love Scott Thompson. Oh my god, he's funny like I'm funny. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that I was funny. I was, I was saying that like, or I and, and obviously like I can't write songs the way that Magnetic Fields write songs or anything like that. But it's like it just like it's it's humanizing to cross boundaries, and I feel like that. You still don't get that many songs by, like, men writing love songs about men that are so openly about that, right? They're usually, like, obscured with pronouns and stuff, but... Like Michael Stipe songs. Like Michael Stipe songs, yeah, sure. I'm not, and I'm not, again, I'm not condemning Michael Stipe for that, but The Magnetic Fields was the first time that I, like, really recognized that. I think this album is from 1999, too. So I would have been, like, 16. I got this album when it came out. I would have been, like, 16 or 17. Yeah, 99, 69 love songs. Yeah, so, um, or probably, yeah, 16. It's very, like, very sincere. Um, the next song is very different. Not insincere, but kind of the opposite. Public Enemy, Ring the Noise. Yeah. 
Um, you can also consider maybe the version with Anthrax. Um, that was on mine for a little while. The one with Anthrax? Uh-huh. With the video where Scott Ian is rapping along with them? Yeah. Um, like Mance said, Public Enemy is, is like an iconic band. Chuck D is one of the, one of the great MCs. Um, and they're like political in a way that's meaningful, which is hard. Uh, and this song is, especially the Anthrax version, maybe I would go with the Anthrax version instead of this one, um, it's just like really hard in a way that a lot of songs, songs aren't. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about Public Enemy. This next band is a band about a woman that we've talked about so far, but we have not talked about any of her songs. Oh, Whole Violet. Is this what, uh, your daughter's named after? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, what is there to say about Courtney Love? Hmm. Um, a, a lot of people like think that Kurt Cobain wrote her lyrics, right? That's something yeah. that people still think. Yeah. yeah, for that album, yeah. And I see oh, that. I thought Billy Corgan wrote that shit. No, Billy Corgan wrote a lot of the, or helped her with a lot of the Celebrity Skin album. Yeah. I think that that shit, like, edges on sexism, like, believing that Courtney Love can't do it, right? But something like Doll Parts, like, that definitely sounds like Kurt Cobain, like, he would write that song. Um, but this song, uh, let's let's take it to the, oh shit. So this, I, I think this hits the same the same note for me that Matt's Foo Fighters song hit. Like this, go on, take everything. Like, like, because this song came, this album came on the heels of Kurt Cobain's suicide, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I associate these lyrics with like the things that she's lost and things like that. So it's emotional in that way too. Sure. Uh, and this next song is also emotional. Blind Melon Change. Change. The only Blind Melon Cobain's deaths. Hangs like a parlor over this proceeding. I mean, if you Blind Melon played this song on David Letterman right after Kurt Cobain killed himself, and they dedicated it to him, and it's like very sad in that context too. But also in the context of Shannon Hoon's death, right? I think Blind Melon is one of the great underrated bands of that era. I think that they're incredible. We are at number fifty-one for Bob running up that hill. Running Kate up that hill by Bush. Kate Bush. Uh, Kate Bush is not someone that either of you guys are really into, right? No. She's, like, kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I like that she's kind of a weirdo, but I like that she's a weirdo in the pop sphere. Like, in some ways, she's, she's maybe a predecessor to Bjork. Mm -hmm. Um, With maybe leaned a little heavier on pop than Bjork does. Has this been used in something? Like, why do I know this song other than just... Do I just know the song? She's, like, a predecessor to Joey's girl, Grimes. Your girl's Grimes. I love Grimes. She's yeah. not, not as much of my girl as probably Ray Jepsen, but Grimes is definitely up there. Grimes is cool. Yeah, she is a little bit of a predecessor to Grimes. Um, yeah, she's a great singer. She, she's real good at just singing. She, I think she was discovered by Pink Floyd. That makes it interesting to me. I like her a lot better than I like Pink Floyd. Um... I think this is sort of an outlier on my list. There's not much other music that sounds anything like this. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I like her. Okay, uh, Matt's next, right? Hey, believe it or not, Matt has another R.E.M. song, Man on the Moon, Automatic for the People. 
number 55 on his list. Yeah. I don't know how much to say about it. There's more R.E.M. to come. <sighs> There's more R.E.M. to come. The next song. one. Next song. Here, one. So here, okay, uh, back on. to back, these two. But wait, 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 but wait. This next song is the one of three on all what? of your lists. Really? Jeff Buckley, Fuck. Last Goodbye. Nice. All wow, three you guys lists. are higher than this? I wouldn't have guessed that. No. Bob's is coming up very soon. I, this song was later. was written next under the chopping block for me. This really? rules, though. I love it. Yeah. I know. But I was just like, eh. Yeah, I dig it. But it's one of the ones that come on in the context of the rest of my list where I'm just like... That's... I'm most off... I, I kind of feel like skipping it. It's kind like, of... Uh, Anticlimactic that like the first song that the song we've kind of been waiting for like the song the song that you all share and Matt's like yeah I don't really like it. Well, I'll also say speaking of anticlimactic, my my uh, wait my number one fucking song was already played. I know, else. I know. So like a long time. I, ago. I know. So yeah. A so long like time I, ago. I had to just sit there and not say shit about it, and like I'm like oh that's my number one and the whole thing we're done. So like I hope to just keep it under wraps and like it's far enough away where we maybe don't know what it is and I'll hopefully. I'm gonna bring a lot of energy to it when, well, this, I, when this it next gets song, played. This like, next song was it played by Bob? Matt's number one is, is no, 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 Freedom, no, 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 Freedom no, no, no. Ninety by Jordan Michael. <laughs> <laughs> this no, next one, like this next one, is another one. That I'm not it's another crazy one that's about shared by someone though. Really? Coming yeah, up, I know. It's another good song. This is like the this is like the Yeomans. This is like the Yeomans. How are you? Get yourself a second wind, man. Yeah. What do you mean? Pride in the name of love. Fuck this song. I'm not saying uh, it, it, this isn't me. This is just the, the way that the list sussed out. I fucking love this song. Yeah, I like I that you're like too. passing the buck on the list that you made. Yeah, have I'm not some, passing the buck. Have some goddamn conviction in your list. I think it's weird what? that this is a cons. Like I, when I think of this song, I do not think of Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> right? I, I think. Are you supposed to? Yeah, man. This song's about MLK. <laughs> yes. Can you skip to the the like to 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 to, to, to the to the last verse? The last verse, sure. Could rewind it a little bit. <laughs> that part is is really bad. I'm okay. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Early morning, April 4th, the shot the rings sky. out in the sky. That's yeah, the, but, but, the, but the whole song's not about him, right? I think it must be. <laughs> There's another song on this album called MLK. <laughs> is that just a concept album of how I think it is! Like the, uh, I think the unforgettable fire is the civil rights movement. It's just who are these Irish guys to be writing about MLK? But they fucking spent their whole career writing about Americana. It chucks Ballad for Joey Ramone. They were coming up in the middle of fucking political strife in their own country. I'm not saying it's not weird. It's weird. You know, sometimes you need the outsider's view to have the actual, like, grasp on what we're doing. But how many pe- like... Let me ask you this question. Would MLK have, have liked this song? <laughs> I'm, not prepared. I'm, I'm not prepared to say what MLK would have liked or would not have liked. <laughs> Just say it. I respectfully they, they decline didn't write to answer this the song for him. Next up... Also, he was not shot early morning, as the song suggests. He was shot yeah, much I'm, later look, yeah, I'm So maybe it was about another murder that day. There's a lot I don't like about these five songs Could I'm going be. through, not the least of which I have to weigh in on Prince, my party up. opinions about MLK. Another like, this song, song should be about MLK. <laughs> party up? <laughs> yeah, why? 
He's energetic at least. <laughs> he was an optimist. He would. That, no, he wasn't. He was, wow. Wow. He was. Wow. Wow. No, guys. That's a big misconception about put him. The cap on the, put the cap on the MLK conversation. <laughs> Isn't Party Up the name of that fucking DMX song? Y'all gonna make me lose my cool? That's Up in Here. Up in Here, yeah. Party Up in Here. Okay. Yeah. So, you know. So what about this song, Matt? So this is just another Prince song that is fucking awesome. And it gets bonus points for, the, the again, good end to a song. Like just a, like inexplicably political and en- ending segment to this song, and like that gives it a boost I mean, in addition to being Prince, funky Prince as fuck. Well. Pretty political. I mean, you don't get that because most of his stuff is about you know booty, right? But like <laughs> he he does like he gets political, and I like when he's overtly political. Hell yeah! Like at the end of the song. Mommy, why does everybody have a bomb? <laughs> like all that shit. Like it's kind of corny, but like. The song's about fucking, after all. Next song, closing out Matt's bottom 50, Nirvana, about a girl. Another Nirvana from, song. From Bleach. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, gonna, was gonna always have some Bleach on here, and thought about putting the unplugged version of this on here, and I just like... Like, there, there's a reason they put it on the unplugged album, because it's one of their better melodies... Because it's just a Beatles song, essentially, as sung by Nirvana. So in that context, I want it played the way Nirvana plays music. I almost put the acoustic version on mine. Me too. There is, coming up a little bit later, a discrepancy between a studio version and an acoustic version of a Nirvana song. So we'll get to that shortly. It is coming up shortly. All right. Top 50. We have completed the first half. We're almost four hours into this. Completed the first half of this list. Tom Man's number 50. A song coming up later for someone else. Nine Inch Nails, Head Like a Hole. Yeah, the intro to this song rules. Here we go. What? I'm getting pants on this list. <laughs> All my like top songs are getting played early. All right, I, I, I will respect since Matt has this song in higher esteem yeah. than I no, do. No, no, no. So wait, so here, no, no. We we need to move anyway. Yeah. So here, I just want to let's see. So of Mance's top ten, only two are shared by someone else. Out of Bob's, we got four shared by someone else. Out of Matt's, we have five. So you're definitely getting the least the hardest. This is not your top ten. It's close. Yeah, no, this intro just rules. But I'll let Matt expand upon it when it's when it's his turn. This next one, though, please. This next one stealing, you you know, almost as just about as high as this is on Matt's list. The next song is almost as high, or actually even higher, on Bob's list. Neutral Milk Hotel in the aeroplane over the sea. Yeah, this is such a pretty song. This is on yours. Yeah. Right about where you have yours. Okay. How strange it is to be anything at all. Yeah. Right how yeah he nails it. Yeah. It's another one where I felt like it was just an album as a, as a single. Well, piece I, I, that I, 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 think, I think this and Holland 1945 yeah. stand yeah. out like miles yeah. above everything else. I agree. I will say that my favorite political moment of Occupy Wall Street was uh, Jeff Mangum playing O Comely and the part where he starts singing Know Who Your Enemies Are, and he's playing a free show in the street for everybody, and the crowd goes fucking wild at the Know Who Your Enemies Are part. Good stuff. It's also like a such a bizarre ballad, like this. That like that mellotron gives you such like a like a queasy feeling almost. Next up, a band we talked a lot about, have not mentioned the song yet, not covered by anybody else. Guns N' Roses, Night Train, our first appetite. Oh shit! Wow. So I love it. So this is there are so many songs on uh, on this album that like are just like 
like breathing air to me because yeah. you just yeah. hear them so much that they've kind of lost their yeah. impact. Yeah. You know, like how many more times can I hear Paradise City? So like when I listen to Appetite, those songs just kind of like glide over uh-huh. me, and I and I'm drawn to these songs that are you know that that didn't get the radio play. Uh, Rocket Queen is like that. Rocket that Queen, awesome. yeah, oh, Rocket yeah. Queen was was uh, was a consideration yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. This album just fucking rules. And Mr. Brownstone. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Brownstone. Brownstone was That's why I think if it's not Purple Rain, it might be Appetite because it's, it's, it's wall to wall. Except for maybe anything good. It's not, yeah. not that great. Yeah, but the, but like but it's just pedal to the metal Wait, basically the entire time. Can I ask, uh, what are your opinions on patience? I love it. Love it. Okay. All right. I me love too. Patience. Okay. But that that, that that album has fucking one in a million on it, which almost sinks Guns N' Roses' entire career. <laughs> almost their entire career sank by one song. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's horrific. It's the type of thing that if it came out now, would be like, well, that band's canceled. <laughs> they get dropped from the and label. Bob, that's what you are. No more. Canceled? One in a million. Oh. Thank you. Next up is the song that we have. This is the difference between Unplugged and Studio... All apologies, unplugged Nirvana. Most of the songs on the unplugged album, I like the unplugged version better. Um, and I almost picked a couple of the covers off this album to make this list yeah, too. The, the, the Meat Puppets, the Bowie cover. Lead Belly. Did you yeah. sleep with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a. That one was the, the, uh, What's the Vaseline's cover that? Uh, Jesus don't want me for yeah, a sunbeam. Yeah, Jesus don't want me for a sunbeam. Um, yeah. I wanted to represent this album in some way. And I didn't want to pick one of the covers because they were covers, and I, I love this song. This is also not the last unplugged song you have on your list. Blessed by Nirvana, but not the last unplugged song on your list. Oh, that's, that means Alice should... I would accept this as a candidate for album of this era. I would too. As well. Yeah. Because it's one of the, like... Of all, or just of grunge? Because you're... Is it, no, back of, of the 80s through 99. Like. Cool. Last song in this section, My Name is Bostones, the impression that I get... No one else has it on the left field. <laughs> this is the 46. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Top 50. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this dude's voice. This is the, it's a it's a fun song. And Mighty Mighty Boston's were like a hardcore band that had a horn section. Like they like they, this guy's voice. Like he's a Boston hardcore guy. Um, I don't know. Just, suit. just a catchy as hell song. I'm, I I I like this because it like surprises me. I thought like. We cracked the top fifty. We're done with the mighty mighty boss. That's not coming up. But no. In hindsight, if I if I were to you know because I finished this list weeks ago and I kind of sat on it. Yeah, yeah. If I were to redo it, like if I looked at it last night, I'd probably move this song lower. But fuck it, I like this song a lot. Yeah, man. All right, Bob's top fifty. Now we're starting off with the band first and only appearance on any of the lists. Really? New I order. Bizarre love triangle. Any opinions on your has? He has more Joy Division people than your. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like wasn't super into either of them, but but lean more. Those are like the New Order big hit. This or no, Blue Monday? Yeah, Blue Monday. Monday probably. Yeah. But this is this is a pretty big one. Yeah, this was a big hit. Uh, I, I like this song better than Blue Monday. So do I. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have that much to say about it. It's a good song. You can dance to it. Good song, you can dance to it. Next up is the second listing of the first song you all share. Once again, Jeff Buckley, Last Goodbye. We just talked about it on Matt's list. We're coming at 49 on Bob's list. Um, Tom Harness' sexual energy. If I could be anybody. <laughs> I would be Tom Mance being Jeff Buckley. I'd be, I'd be, no, I'd be Tim Buckley. I'd fucking 
I don't know. I, I feel like I could have said wanted to say something really mean about drowning Jeff Buckley in a river. Oh my god. But I'm gonna skip it. I just said it anyway, so we can move on to my favorite band. Your favorite band of all time. Maybe my favorite album. Aww. No surprises. This is what I was trying to pull before. When they sing this in concert, when they say bring down the government yeah. and the entire arena erupts, they don't speak for us. It's like Oh, this is why you go to live shows. Like it that's was, you know, it was like that when I, I saw I saw them on the Amnesiac tour, and they played "You and His Army," and they dedicated yep. it to George W. Bush, yep. and everyone was just like, like went fucking crazy. Well, there was one show. I don't know if it was a show you were at, but one of the four that we went to, it was right after Trump met with Theresa May, and he's like, "Your supreme leader met with our supreme leader, and made your country look like a fool, like just yeah. just like open." Like he doesn't talk a lot between songs, but when Tom York cares about something, he will make you, make it clear that, like, shit's wrong. Yeah. And this is a, this is a great song. And, and again, this is one of, like, honestly, it could have been High and Dry, it could have been The Benz, it could have been uh, Black Star, it could have been My Iron Lung. There's a hundred, it could have been Let Down. There's a hundred songs that it could have been. And, uh, but this one, I don't know, it was just doing it for me at that moment. Maybe it was the Bring Down the Government line, because I'm, you know, I think we're all feeling depressed right now about that, but, uh, yeah, this is a good one. Let's this get... Song, is this the only Radiohead song on your list? No, we've already done Just. Just oh, was already on there. This is one of seven different Radiohead songs across the three lists. I love so. this song because it, like, the instrumental sounds almost like a nursery. Yeah, right. Have you, have either of you heard, or any of you heard, uh, Christopher O'Reilly, he's a piano player. Yeah. He's got yeah. two albums full of Radiohead covers. He's also got a full album of Elliott Smith covers. Okay. And his polyethylene part two was my alarm for so long because it's, like, it's all just beautiful. Like, it's just like angelic and like peaceful to wake up to. Next song, another concert I saw this summer, incredibly, incredibly fun. Maybe this guy's best, or most fun, not best, most fun song of all time. This one. Beck, Sex Laws. Yeah. Woo. My, favorite, my favorite Beck song, my favorite Beck album. Uh... You talked about Deborah before. Wait, you mentioned Deborah. Uh, I think Matt mentioned Deborah. It was off Midnight Vultures. Um, yeah, because it's like it's his most fun album. Yeah, it's the yeah. it's like the and something that I appreciate about Beck is like every album is like this does not seem like the guy that did yeah. Lost right. Cause. Have yeah. you, you seen know? him live? No. It's so much fun. He's a good dancer. I've seen him on Saturday Night Live. Guy can dance. He came out with like a twelve. I saw him at MSG this summer in like that. We were in the second row of GA. Like we were so close, and they played like a little. It's like an acoustic set. He and like Jenny Lewis came back out, and they played. Oh, like, I played with Jenny Lewis. Yeah, when I'm I where I'm sitting, they were maybe were like the third set is over there. Like they were eight or ten feet from me. It was incredible. Uh, back a lot of fun to see live if you can see it. Next I, one. I liked it. Band we've talked about before, Jazz We've Got by A Tribe Called Quest. Glad that we all got ja- uh, Tribe represented, but different songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a... I don't know, Tribe is not that any good at these. There's like 40 songs that you mm-hmm. can pick. Yeah. This just seemed like the right one to do. Um, Q-Tip's one of my, one of my favorite rappers. Uh, I like Fife too, but not as much. Um... I don't know how much there is to say about, about Tribe except for that. This is, you know, it's iconic. Um, I'm impressed by how good their last album was. That was great. Yeah. It was, I mean... It came out like a year or two ago, right? That yeah. was real recent? Yeah. And it, it was way better than any album 
by them at that point in their career had any right to be. Fantastic. I, I also liked the um, Q-Tip had an album with Boston. Yeah. And that was pretty good, too. Um, yeah, also I like that he, uh, uh, they, they rhyme slowly, and there's something mm. like... People stopped doing that at some yeah. point, and, and I, I like that they have the confidence to not make it about like breath control and, and speeding things up and, and all that stuff. And then next we have oh we don't go next right we don't we go, go next we go to Matt. Okay. So this is the first the appearance, first appearance of this guy of somebody who's going to be in here five different songs, never on Mance's list, entirely on what? Matt, and entirely on Bob. Wow, who is it? Michael Jackson, PYT, oh. Pretty Young Thing. Yeah. No Michael Jackson. Yeah, I that almost, is wild. I almost did because he's got five different songs coming up between Matt and Bob's list. I just couldn't. In the end, per, personally, my personal history, I couldn't justify it. But go ahead. Another one of those songs that you put on it in any room, everybody down and dancing to the fucking song. Yeah. It's one of those songs you forget is on Thriller because you're like, oh yeah, Thriller has like beat yeah. it and, and Thriller and all. It's like, oh fuck, like, it, like this song is just in there too. Just he, it's like a Prince scenario. There's yeah. too many hits. Like how the fuck do you even write that many good songs? Just, I mean, wasn't arguably the greatest pop star ever to live. The wasn't King Thriller Arthur? like out of like nine songs where they had like eight number one hits or something? Like it was like ridiculous. Like it was some that sounds, astronomical. That the entire album was amazing, and I had the VHS tape of the. Uh, like the making of the music video with uh, John, John Landis, Landis. John yeah. Landis, yeah, doing the uh, animatronics with the, with the wolf and all that shit. We used to watch it like every, every Halloween. Me and my brother. It's like an hour long. You could probably show Shout that to Andy your, early. You could probably show that to your kids. Shout out Andrew. And 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 like they would love it too because it's yeah. just like they're afraid too much shit now to watch that. But when they I, will. When, I, when I was a kid, I used to like uh, I would have Michael Jackson albums that I would have on tape and I would put them in like. Uh, like a little tape player and lay in bed when I went to bed at night and play them and then you'd wake up and it would be like like ten times louder somehow and just I, I don't know I used to always go to sleep to Michael Jackson when I was a kid and here we are today talking about Michael Jackson a lot of kids went to sleep <laughs> he probably fucked kids right? <laughs> I don't think he did no I, I no? do not think he did I don't I, think he I, did either actually. I think they put so much energy into finding him guilty and they never did 20 like, million dollars is a lot of money to give to a kid you didn't fuck right yeah but like he was nuts yeah he was batshit nuts right. like I think it was completely fucked up for those parents to be like yeah go spend some time at Michael Jackson's yeah, house yeah, yeah. Agreed. like you know but okay. well you know we don't need to we don't need to prosecute. We got, we got four right more. Songs. Are there any more hot okay. button like it, like it, issues of the era we should like get into? Uh, my my track is actually I have a, a a track from Woody Allen's stand up comedy album. And also uh, Cosby too, right? And, yeah, and Bill Cosby. Uh, Bill, Bill, off himself, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, Bob's top ten is all just stand up comedy. It's yeah. weird. Is <laughs> <laughs> that even weird? It is the music portion then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, Daft Punk Defunk. Yeah, this Walk was forward. another uh, uh, much music song. I remember seeing this video after school and just being like, that's the fucking coolest shit I ever saw. Great video. Does Daft Punk still, if they, are they still good? They had that song yeah, I mean, Pharrell that was a huge yeah, hit. It was, a huge it was hit. not one of their better songs. That album. Was that Get Lucky? Yeah. It, yeah, they keep putting albums out and they're really good and they keep getting more popular. And like, you know, I don't have too much of a problem with them. I'm not they're my favorite, but this fucking song. This is like the... This and Coffee and TV are like kind of two ends of the same like thing for me. This is just the funkier one. 
Next up, the band that did the theme song for House. This is another song that like I, I didn't it's think your of song when I would song for House. Like, yeah. Like it back, is. Like a back, is it back teardrop on massive effect. Massive like, this attack. This is one of those songs like I don't, I didn't think about when I was putting the list together, and I was doing something else. It just occurred to me. I'm like, oh yeah, like that, like yeah. Right. Like I'm not a big uh, massive attack fan or anything. Isn't this guy you just a big Gregory House? Fan. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the singer of Massive Attack Banksy? I feel like that's what people say. Is it really? I think so. Was he the singer? I remember it was, I like there was some kind of connection to. to... What do you think of that whole shredding? That's the pretty thing. funny. The, the, the Sotheby's was... You know what? That. Why do you share the whole fucking thing? The only time that anybody talks about art now is when Banksy does something, so I'm fine with it, because I yeah. like it when people talk about art. Yeah. Bob, I'm going to ask you to exit. Oh, yeah, this song is uh, kind of scary to me. Next up, Husker Du, Divide and yes. Conquer. This is talking about a fucking car song, man. This is, this is actually the most, like, closest I have to, like, a running song. The, the, like, this, this song makes me want to fucking kick somebody's ass, and, like, no songs make me want to do that. This was a band that I, I wanted to include, but, like, they're more of an album band. I couldn't find one song that really... But I love these guys. Yeah, the, the energy here is just too much to, to deny. I'm trying to find my... I, I had a Husker Du song that I cut off, but I was trying to remember which one it was. Next up for Matt, we already talked to the song Pixies, yeah, Where Is My up. Mind? Only Pixies song. For the same same kind of reason. I feel like this is a representative song. Could have been Alec Eiffel. Could have been fucking Havelina. I love Havelina. I wanted to put that on here, but I just figured this was a good, any love good for, Pixies track. Any love for Valoria? Sure. Especially love, because Weezer covered yeah, it. That's I how love, I heard about that song. I love UMass, and I love Nimrod's son. Have you guys seen the Pixies? Are, yeah. concert? I, I saw them at Stone Pony last summer. I saw them. How are they? Like, how are they now? They're, they're good, but they, but Kim Deal's not in the band anymore. Yeah. So, so like I saw you them. You lose a chunk of the. Because yeah. I'm kind of like I'm not, I'm not the worst kind of Pixies fan. Like I know the big songs. And I know like a couple albums, but like outside of that, like I don't know anything at all. And I was worried because I'm like they play for a long time, and it was awesome. Like even the songs I didn't know felt like great. You know what I mean? Like it was they put on a good show. They played Wave of Mutilation twice when I saw them. Did they really? Yeah, it was weird. I mean, it's like two minutes by long, accident. So why not? <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they closed with it. It was the last song they played, but they'd already played it earlier in the set. Like, what is this? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> Cheap Trick also did that when I saw them. They played, I, I want you to want me twice. <laughs> I saw Sting play uh, Desert Rose three times Holy shit. at the Art Center. Beginning, middle, and end? He played it once, and then he played it again in the middle of the show, and he was like, we're filming an IMAX version of the... I just performed this tonight. So we're gonna do like, and so I guess it was kind of uh, circumstances beyond yeah, yeah, just yeah. the normal concert, but still, I mean, it was a full right. fucking crowd was there, and it was right. a th- a three times. So you saw like like line camera get the crowd uh-huh. singing along to Desert a few Rose. years ago at Austin City Limits. I saw Billy Idol perform at like two thirty in the afternoon. It was real di- disappointing for like probably one of the biggest stars of the '80s, and he tried to play Rebel Yell four times, and the first three times. Something went wrong, and he said after the third time, he's like, "If I can't get it right this time, I'm gonna quit rock and roll." And they just played the rest of the song. And that's but why we've, we haven't heard from Billy Idol. He's done. <laughs> he's done now. But no, he played it so many times just because he there was something going on. But like, it sounded fine. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, get your shit together. Play a song once. Do it once. Do it right. Forty-five for Mance. Over to the new Radicals. You get what you give. Is Billy Idol gonna make his way onto these lists or no? Nope. Um, you you said uh, 
the Harvey Danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to, it's a counterpoint. to retread on that. I think it's, I, I think it's a great song. Is this tied to a movie the way that the Simple Mind song is? I think it is. Is it or is it not? The Harvey Harvey Danger song is tied to American Pie. Really? Yeah. Really? That was on the American Pie soundtrack. But this is just a radio. I mean, this is a 106.3 song, if you're... If you're oh, yeah. Apparently it's been used in the Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas, and Scooby-Doo 2, which is not what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Wake up, kids, we got the dreamer's disease. This is another good, really good really opening good. line to a song. It's one of those things, it's, it's another one of those things where it's like, he's just like trying to be sincere at you at a time when he's just yeah. like, well, fuck you, we don't want sincerity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, Aaliyah. We mentioned her before, I think. At your yeah. best, you are love. So... I thought I only had one cover on this. This is another cover. Uh, so this is the second cover that I... I think I have two covers. This is an Isley Brothers cover. It's just a fantastic song. She does a great version of it. Um, it's really sultry when when the actual song kicks in. Is there any more Aaliyah to come? No, it's not on my list. She was supposed to be... Aside from the fact that she just died as you know too young to cut out her music career, yeah. I think she was about to become like a massive movie star. Yeah. I don't remember if it was going to be The Matrix or some, like, some massive movie she was about to be the star of. Because she was in that movie with, um... Was it, like, she was in, like, a Jet Li movie? Do I have Yeah, that? Romeo, Romeo Must Die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was she also in Queen of the Damned? Yeah, like yeah, a vampire yeah, movie, yeah, too? Right. Queen of the Damned? Doctor... Oh, no, that's the soundtrack. Let's I know almost actress. nothing about Aaliyah. She... Queen of the Damned and Romeo Must Die. She... I, I, I legitimately think she could have been... Beyonce level if she had stayed alive. Like, she was on that trajectory. She's the subject of the funniest tweet of all time, which is, uh, 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 damn, Leah, don't fill up on all that bread. We're about to land and eat. I mean, it really makes you think, people. Eat the bread. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Next up. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, song we've talked about already, <laughs> Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sitta. Uh, yeah. Bob already covered this song really well. Already, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great song. This next song is surprising in that it's the only time this band is on any of your lists at all. Queen featuring David Bowie, Under Pressure. We had, we had a conversation about yeah. this. Yeah, you... It was almost a casualty of me hearing it just too yeah. fucking many times. Yeah, I get that. I, I it's just... I still, lo- yeah, I still love it. It's mm-hmm. As many times as I've heard it, it still sticks with me. Uh, it's my go-to karaoke song on the rare occasions. You got a duet it? Yeah, who's your duet partner? You do both parts. Uh, just, if one of you guys wants to join <laughs> I me, I do not. I, I I'll, can't sing for I'll, anything. I'll usually do edit. I'll do it myself. But you know, I do that with Paradise by the Dash. Gl- gl- gladly accepting partners. It's a good song. Next up, I think the only time this guy shows up is it a guy or a band? Ben Folds Five Army. Yeah. So this is the other criminally underrated album from the nineties. Uh, is it Reinhold? Reinhold, yeah, uh, unauthorized biography of Reinhold Messner is a really good album. They, they really, it's like a really experimental after album, but it's really beautiful. There's some great songs on I it. I listen to the shit out of all these Ben Folds Five albums, especially this one. Yeah, this album, this song, first of all, like just the bass line, it's, it's just a kick ass song. I love that these like epic narrative songs where it tells like a huge story in four minutes. It's got that killer bridge where the horns kick in. Shout, shout out Chick Fil A. This was actually the, when I first learned about Chick Fil A as a thing. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Great song. Gotta find out more about this Chick Fil A. All right, first song on Bob's list. This next little batch, number forty-five. Hey Jealousy about Jim Blossoms. We have talked about it already. Anything else left you want to say about Hey Jealousy? Uh, I like it because Matt hates it. He's rolling his eyes. I think we should just drag this out and listen to the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> Only another three minutes and 45 seconds no, we can, of we, hey we, can, we can move. 
We can move past it. Next up, a band we were just talking about Pixies, Cactus, Cactus off Surferosa. Yeah. This is a good one. You guys know this one? Starts out pretty quiet. <laughs> I mean, that's what Pixies do, though, right? Yeah. They start out quiet and then they start screaming. It's the um, dynamics. I'm chewing. Sorry. It's real compelling audio right <laughs> yeah. now. Um, I, I, uh,. I don't know. I think it's 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 indicative of something that the Pixies do really well, which is like, uh, it gets screamy and it's it's like bizarre imagery. Like he's talking about like uh, stabbing his hand with a cactus and then rubbing his blood on someone's dress and then mailing that dress to someone. It's like very very like vivid, movie vivid lyrics. weird stuff. Yeah, like very like concrete imagery, not some of that hey jealousy bullshit where it's all abstract. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like like uh, tomorrow what? we can drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. That's I guess so. That's not abstract. Yeah, but it's not sitting here on a cement floor. You know, it's a, I, I don't know. I feel like that's like gives you different emotions. This next song one one more emotions. <laughs> <laughs> this next song is the second one and the final song by this guy on, on Bob's list and anybody's list. Rose Parade by Elliot Smith. Off either or. Am I the only person that had Elliot Smith? I didn't at have any. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. He's another albums guy for me. So this is another, you know, like like this song specifically, talking about concrete imagery, like, sometimes I have to teach poetry, which I don't like to do, but, like, one thing that students always do is they is they write abstractly. They don't write about, like, concrete stuff. But Elliot Smith, like, in this song specifically, talks about such, like, specific things that he's watching. Like, the, the you know, he's talking about the guy being drunk at the parade and, and like, people falling over themselves. And it's just, like, he's, he's a great lyricist, but I think, like, He's also, like, great at melody and things like that, and that doesn't get talked about that often oh, when yeah. people talk about him. Yeah. And I, I think he's just, like, a once-in-a-generation songwriter. That, yeah. that uh, It's a bummer that he's not around, because I think he would have done great things continually. He also had that skill of, like, his melodies are actually kind of chipper and upbeat mm-hmm. sometimes, and... He's got that like way of masking really depressing dark thoughts with yeah. like a. You know what song it sounds like is uh, uh it, it sounds like Elton. He's, he has like Elton John esque things. Like if you listen to, like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, right. like that sounds like some of his more epic. Things. Has, if you listen to Andy Schaff, no guy from like Saskatchewan, his album he put an album like three years ago is by far my favorite album of that year. It's called wow. The Party. And it's like a concept album about like all that exact shit you're talking about and he sings in that same kind of like hush voice and he does these like lush kind of like productions and and, it, and it's a concept just about like being awkward at like a party at somebody's house. Like the first song is about showing up to or one of the songs about like you're just you're the first one there and like stressing out the person who's like and it's the same kind of thing finding Oh so it's me at the draft every year. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like really like lyric and poetic descriptions of very straight ahead descriptions of what he's seeing and yeah, the yeah. situation that he's in. Yeah, yeah, and it sonically sounds like Elliot Smith too. Like, yeah, I think you would dig it a lot. So shifting gears to something very different. So this is the one song on either your list or Manson's list that like made me smile because I just completely forgot about this song altogether. We're entering a phase on Bob's list that is just like. Fucking feel good dance songs. First up, Mariah Carey featuring Jay Z, Heartbreaker. Yeah, this song rules. And actually, I, I I learned something about myself, which is that I only know three Mariah Carey songs, and I think two of them are awesome. All I Want for Christmas is You. Almost made the list. Did not make yeah, the list. And the other one is Honey. 
And Honey, I, I, I'm not a fan of. But this song and All I Want for Christmas are both great. Yeah. So here's, here's I a I think Honey's a great song. Here's a pro tip. If you go to any crowd of bar any time of the year and put on All I Want for Christmas is you, yeah. the bar goes fucking nuts. Of course. Even in May, like it's just a perfect song that people aren't thinking about and then they hear it like, oh my god, I love this song. Yeah. Why don't we listen to Christmas music all year long? Yeah. Um, this song is also another one that, like, if you were at a party with uh, people of a certain generation, they will all sing along to it at the same time and dance to it. And also, this is an album that I, I think my sister owned the CD of, and I remember her, like, in that, like, rainbow, like, two-piece, whatever, which just, like, I think it's, like, weirdly iconic album art. And Mar- Mar- oh, Mar- that's Harry. the one where she's got the white tank top with yep. the rainbow over the Yep. Mariah Harry, in this video, with the, she's just wearing jeans and a, and, a, and a pink tank top. She's, like, one of the most beautiful women ever to live. Um... And I hate Jay Z, but like this works. He's he's good in this song. Like this, I can take Jay Z when he's like featuring on songs by women. Wow. Like what? His wife. <laughs> he he regularly ruins Beyonce songs. I think. Uh, actually. I, I, um, hard disagree on that one. Okay. Wait, you hate Jay Z unless he's featuring on a song? By yeah. I, I, I well, I can't take Jay Z. Who's not Beyonce? <laughs> I can't take Jay Z as more than much a feature. Like. So like, what do you, you like? You like him on a Rihanna song? Uh, yeah, sure. I like him. I like him. Empire like, State of Mind. Uh, Frontin' Pharrell's song. Pharrell's not a woman, but yeah, I, I like Jay Z as a feature. I like him. Uh, you know, as one of my favorite lyrics that this is not a feature, but he all y'all can suck my balls through my drawers. I like that lyric a lot. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, but yeah, I'm not not crazy about Jay Z overall. Well, Mariah, I do want to give a shout out to the other music podcasts here on the network. Now and again, and Mariah is loved by Nico. Nico loves Mariah, so Mariah is has a home here on the network. The next song, sort of three for me. if you know, this was a good song to sort of feel upbeat and dance about. This next one, Whitney, I want to dance with somebody. Mm, oh yeah, yep. This is um, I you know it's one of those songs that I you hear it at a wedding and you dance to it, and mm-hmm. everyone has such a good time to it that there's no there there can be no question that this is one of the great pop songs yes. of of the era. It's so she's so good and she's so young and talented and uh you know like many songs on here it just makes you want to dance and, and it's I, I think this is Lisa's number one all-time song I get it yeah I get it one of my favorite work memories is when I worked at Best Buy after the store would close we would just crank the speakers in the entire store and just play like 80s pop ballads and stuff and like this just blasting over the Best Buy sound system with no one in the store is just it's perfect yeah She's great. She's all right, Matt. I more of her. Number forty-five. Your list. Dinosaur Junior. Feel the pain. Yes. Yep. Another one of those songs that hit me just right in the right spot at the right time in high school. Because like it's not. It's like about pain to like oh, it's about but feel the pain of everyone like it's such a ridiculous thing to say like it just kind of help. I don't know. I like the way it deals with, like, feeling depressed, kind of. And Jay Maskus is your all-time favorite guitarist? He's up there, right? He's, he's, he's up there, for sure. I also love his voice. He's got such, like, a ragged, like, cigarette-charred uh, voice. I, yeah, I like his singing voice, but I yeah. fucking, like, I I can't stand watching, like, interviews with him, because, like... I don't know it, if I've ever seen him. In, in every interview, like, you ask him a question, you're like, oh, Jay, like, you know, how, how's the tour going? And he's just like... You know, it's like... It's like, all right. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, he's, like, so making an effort to just, like, 
be as mumbly as yeah. possible. I'm sure you have, but have you heard Patrick Mahomes the second speak? Yes. He's got the craziest voice. Yes. I don't know, I don't know who that is. The quarterback for Chiefs who's like yeah. breaking records. Son of a... Fucking Pat Mahomes, the pitcher. Yeah. Former Met. Yes. Yeah. Dinosaur Jr., I saw live when they put out their first reunion album, Beyond, I think is what it was, that one. Aren't they like the loudest band? I was just going to say, one of the loudest bands I've ever seen live. And I saw them outdoors, and it was still loud as hell. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm a Lou Barlow man. Yeah, Yeah, dude. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, really? Oh, we got some Sub coming? Yeah, fuck yeah. There was. I, I, you know how many of those songs I had on here that I had to like whittle off? Yeah, Flame was 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 hanging in my list for a very long time. It was the le- it was like one of the last ones out. Game time decision this morning. Next up, I feel like this batch of Matt's five songs is sort of like a, an artist repeat of his last five. Up now, Uptown by Prince. Fuck Dirty Minds. And I'm, that's not meant to be criticism because like if I did this kind of thing, I'd be like. 15 Radiohead songs in my top no, 100, well, you know what I mean? Like, a bunch think, of prints. I think you're seeing the difference in, like, me not putting any artist limitation on my list, so I'm like, uh, seven Prince songs, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, in listening to it, it's like, alright, you know Prince is in there, but I just feel like this is one of his tightest and funkiest. Where does Prince rank on your all-time guitarist list? Is he up there? Like, it may be him, it may be uh, Ayami. One of those two, probably. Mm. I saw Heaven and Hell after I saw at the Masters of Battle Tour. So it was Testament, Motorhead, Heaven and Hell, then Priest. And Testament was good, Motorhead was good, and then Heaven and Hell came out. And just like Tony Iommi's like first chord, I was like, oh, this is like a different class of guitar. You know, it's yeah. just like it's like the, the sound and the quality and the strength of it. I'm just like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Jerry might be my favorite guitarist too. Just because Jerry Garcia? Yeah. Just because, like, what do you like? You gotta give it up for a guy who's just doing something. All right, top three guitars: Jimi Hendrix, Jerry Garcia, Tony Iommi. Not I, 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 I was, I'm, I'm shocked that you, that uh, the Jerry Garcia thing is surprising me. Above it, Prince, he's a great guitar player. Yeah, just because I don't like, I don't hold Prince in highest esteem for his guitar playing. Right. I, 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 he's a song. He's just like fucking. He's just sex. <laughs> That's his main thing. That's what I like about him. Top three sex people. <laughs> Sexiest people. They're just people most like sex. Top people that are not quite as good as Jeff Buckley. <laughs> I was waiting for the Jeff Buckley joke. Next, next up, a song we just talked about, but a different version. Nirvana, All Apologies, yeah. off In Utero. Studio version. Studio. Again, just because, like, I love the Unplugged album. Like I said, it could be the top album of this whole era. But I'm thinking of a song to, like, represent Nirvana. I want the, I want the fucking... I don't want Grohl playing drums with fucking hot rods. I want him fucking pounding on the, on the kit. So, like, flip a coin. Get both crazy. Is this song very very sad? In, in, like, when you consider the ultimate fate of Kirk Cobain? Yeah, it, mm-hmm, it feels absolutely. like very much like he's, he's going like, ugh, yeah. my bad guys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a bummer. Uh, next song, we have not talked about this band probably about 10 minutes. R.E.M. <laughs> <laughs> What's the frequency, Kenneth? I think, we get a, I think we get a kind of a long break on my list after this one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm at least like three or four rounds. You have one more R.E.M. song way, way later. Yeah, R.E.M. Yeah. will return. So R.E.M. will return, return but, but, we, but we have a break from R.E.M. after this. And this one is mostly one of those just like time and place in my life. It's going to Soundwave, getting yeah, Monster, yeah, sure. and just like 
this was like putting this on a CD boombox and playing with a ball like all summer. That's why this song is in here. It's just a very personal like time connection for me. 1994. Cool. Yeah, nothing else to say about next that. Song, this next song. I don't recognize the band or the song name. Maybe I'll know it. Miracle Legion, all for the best. This fucking song. Wow, never heard of it. It's again. It's kind of like any of those like one hit like new way like. Not, not that maybe New Order's one hit, but like to me, like I never got into it. They kind of are. Like, I put this in that in that. I'm sorry, Lyrical Legion, Miracle Legion, Miracle Legion. Okay. I put it in that in that list just because like something about the set, the set, like the production of this song, like like whatever. Like I like I don't know, like the, whatever, whatever patented. Um, who was it? Uh, Soundgarden, Oral Sound. Or uh, <laughs> silver chair wall of sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whoever it was, it's kind of that like in no, the eighties. He's always already silver chair on on this on this list. By the way, uh, so I, I might want to revisit. Yeah, I might want to revisit. You're gone away too. <laughs> You're gone away too, fat boy. <laughs> but yeah, this song like I, I don't know like it, it, I just fucking love listening to this song like, the way it sounds hits me like in such a nostalgic again kind of that vibe of like I fucking have heard this song before but I got had I'm completely unfamiliar with yeah, this me song too. I never when, I, I thought you said lyrical legion I thought it was a hip hop song I, I thought there's no way this is not it, it kind of sounds like R.A.M. to be honest <laughs> <laughs> it really does <laughs> like this isn't this isn't a B-side are you, are you sure different uh, band altogether number 41 nope. That'll close up this episode of Tub Talk. We'll be back next time for 40 through 21.